Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. Better late than never. Well, we don't know if Derek's late or just never, but we'll find out. We'll proceed without him. How about that? I stood you up. He stood up his mother. He's done it before. He'll probably do it again. It's probably because you were going in on me. No. It's like, I'm going to stick up for Hobo. I don't I doubt that. I definitely <laughs> doubt that. Um, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hold the line open for him. How about that? And if he makes it, he makes it. And if not, because I had a couple of questions I really was curious about. About uh, Well, first and foremost, I wanted to make sure that he understood that I was on the same page as Cardi B. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I thought that would be surprising. Um, you know, there's a couple of different things, though, that I, I do have to wrap up before we get to the end of this program, um, whether or not I get to speak with TMZ. You know, during that um, response, which I watched kind of barely, when Stacey Ab- Abrams started speaking, I did uh, watch it at first, but then I quickly uh, got kind of like bored with it. I felt it was really corny, and that, that whole image of her in front of a green screen with those waving people in the background that really weren't there, I don't know, that just, the whole thing was very unsettling. So I, I went into the kitchen to do something. But at one point during... um during that speech, because I went back to listen to it, um, Stacey Abrams was, as I've said before, answering or responding to a speech that Donald Trump didn't give. And when she went after them for enforcing laws, policies that enforce the law at the southern border, one of the things that she talked about was how inhumane the, this administration has been. And how other administrations um, had understood that walls didn't work and that they needed to treat people with dignity and all this blah, blah, blah. And I kept, um, I kept listening to see when she was going to get to her moral outrage over the fact that the last president, who of course would have been one uh, Barack Hussein Obama, actually did place migrant children in cages in 2014 when uh, migrant children didn't have their parents uh, because their parents were being held in detention centers separately. And Border Patrol agents um, were very clear uh, at, in that time, and they were posting so that there would be evidence of what was going on because they didn't think it was right either. You know, where was her outrage when migrant children were sleeping on floors and foil sheets uh, during President Obama's time in office? I don't remember her. I don't remember anybody being outraged by that. The media barely covered it. If the Border Patrol agents had not posted those things, we still wouldn't know about it. How about that? And that's the kind of stuff that makes us all believe that it really is a lot of fake news and that, uh, you know, that, that too many times we're being misled by the very people who are supposed to look at this one. Oh, now we got a new one, a new, uh, um, a new CNN graphic Trump. What does this say? Trump under investigation. Look at this. Here he's underway. Look at this. It's got his picture in the middle 
and then all of these investigations that they are beginning. Oh, I, I, I read something different that happened recently. No, different. this is oversight of everything to do with Trump, beginning from his finances to family separations, which is what I was just talking about. Family separations was never worse than it was during the Obama administration, but they're not going to talk about that. No, no, they're going to investigate this president for things that he stopped doing that President Obama did. And that's why um, you can anticipate that he is going to take more and more opportunities to use the pen, the phone and the pen, kind of like Barack Obama. Barack Obama set that in motion, and now the Democrats are going to have to live with uh, Donald Trump taking advantage of all of that. But wasn't it Bush that used the pen quite a bit? No. Executive orders right. never never um, flourished as much as they did under the Obama administration. And they were for much larger deals, like DACA, which he spent three years or four years saying, I can't do that, I don't have the power to do that, and then did it. You know, So that's the in inanity and the insanity of it all. Um, other presidents have signed executive orders and executive, uh, um, or what are they called, memorandums, but uh, no, never more than, than this particular uh, last administration, the Barack Hussein Obama administration. But he could do no wrong. We know that. And, uh, you know, nobody would ever argue that Stacey Abrams didn't give the best uh, Democrat response to a terrible State of the Union address. Um, that's all I heard yesterday on the various television programs, okay. even though I don't know it's true. Okay, executive, uh, total executive orders. Bill Clinton, 364. Oh, he was the king, yeah. Then Bush, 291. Obama, 276, and Donald Trump so far, 94. Oh, okay. So uh, Barack Obama was way ahead of, uh, will be way ahead of, of Donald Trump by the end. Well, maybe not. Now maybe Donald Trump is going to take advantage of the same power that uh, was apparently not, uh, not beneath Barack Obama's uh, action. What is that? No, I was right, Bush. You weren't right. Yeah, Bush did more. No, Clinton did more. Well, he did the most, but I thought Bush did more. So. Oh, barely. How much? What, eight more than Barack Obama? Come on. You got to give me some of these All wins, right. man. But, but, I got to win How many sometime. more did he do? I mean, let's let's get this. 291 to 276. It wasn't yeah, that many Yeah, it wasn't more. too many, right? All right. And and they weren't over the same level of oh, things. Yeah, I agree That's the big, the, well, the difference is like signing an executive order, making, you know, a post office named after, you know, uh, Bobby Bahelia is not quite the same as they, DACA. Do they really sign executive orders for post office places being named? No, but uh, I was about to say that was as minimalistic as I could get, you know. I don't know if that's him because it has yeah, a name there, but uh, it could be or it could not be. Uh, you can't mess with Nancy Pelosi, though. That has become ever so clear to me. She uh, all got all up in the uh, the new uh, AOC wild child's face by not putting her on that committee. It's a good thing. It really is. Cory Gardner, the... Uh, Colorado uh, Republican. This is an interesting kind of story when you get right down to it. Um, was one of the first Republican politicians who came out and said that he wasn't going to vote for Donald Trump in 2016, right? Well, look at this. He has now endorsed Donald Trump for another four-year term as president. 
I mean, think about that. Here's a guy in a state that voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016 and where House Democrats won the popular vote by 10 points in 2018. Um, and, and, you know, and he has now decided that he is going to endorse this president because even never Trumpers have to admit that he is governing like a conservative and that they would have never gotten as much of a bang for their buck out of anyone, including the uh, one they love the most, uh, uh, Ted Cruz. Although Ted Cruz has definitely uh, come into his own. And and I, I have to admit, I, I like the beard. You know, the, I, what do I always say about beards, Hobo? Beards are for guys who are ugly. Beards oh, yeah, cover right. ugly. Right, Ted Cruz, I always thought was like ugly. He looked like uh, you know Rudy Va- Rudy Valley to me. Um, weak chin, weak weak chin. Now with the beard, he looks great. He still looks like he can... no, no. He's got nice eyes, got a noble oh. nose. With the beard covering that weak chin, I, I agree. It, it makes him look better, but he still has a punchable face. No, he he does. does. He does. He looks like the guy at the bar. You just you, you just want to say that guy right there. He's a you know. No. Yeah. He's just I, if too we were smart to, for you. You don't like really no, smart guys. If we were to open up the, the, the phone lines and say, if you were at the bar and you see Ted Cruz right there without the beard, what would you think he is? And I would say like 80% would say he's a hole. A what? A blank hole. <sighs> you, come on. I, I wouldn't have said that. I just, uh, you know, I would have said he probably wasn't the kind of guy that I would go up and talk to. Uh, now I see would. with the beard. See? Now I, but I wouldn't didn't want to punch him in the face. You know, no, I'm just saying he has face. a punchable face. Like he, he's like that guy who rubs you the wrong no, way. Chuck Schumer has a punchable face. Chucky, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with time. you. Now he's, uh, you know what? At the State of Union, that little that little smirky thing he was. I just want to slap him. Like he's, if he could that? just. Like a slap button on a TV where like a hand would come out just smack. And... No, you throw socks. That's what we do at my house. So I keep all oh, of our socks. bowled up socks mm-hmm. in a little basket. Yeah. And then when I have to, I throw them at the TV. It makes me feel better. Uh, during the election. It's during the primaries. It's a bad idea. It's a great idea. During the primaries, I, uh, I had to buy more socks. There was just never enough socks to get through an entire debate. It would be great to do that like in an event. Like we did like a watch party with that, and everybody have like socks, like colored socks, and then like the Democrats on one side and the Republicans and throw the socks. It'd be interesting. Red and blue socks. Yeah, it would be interesting. Okay. I mean, you know, instead of like a pillow fight, we'd have like a sock fight. Thank God, Hobo's not in charge of our promotions. Oh, we would have great times. Okay. Well, let's take a break. Mm. Good idea. First of all, the DACA population hasn't been clearly defined, actually. I mean, are we talking 690 that actually registered, or the more a million or several million, depending on who's estimating? So it's really hard for them to clarify that. They, it's really hard for them to clarify enhanced barrier. And let me put it this way. It's not really hard to clarify that. They're making it far harder than it needs to be, uh, the people that are negotiating this thing out. Uh, because, you know, the people voted for a wall. That's what they want. That's what they thought they were getting. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, some people are losing their patience like uh, Ann Coulter and some of us are holding on, you know, but we will want it to be realized that's for sure um we have seen the investigations go uh, bazooka um democrats face stream of negative headlines 
as 2020 campaign season gets underway, you can expect more of these graphics like I just saw on CNN with, uh, you know, Trump's head and then all these swirling investigations around him. And uh, look, I don't know. Trump, I don't know about what. Oh, is this the president's having a press conference right now? Do we know that? Um, I'm not sure. I see it up there on one station. It says it's live. And uh, apparently there could be a compromise on the border. There, there's something on ABC 51, but I, I don't know. It's, it's just a bunch of people really saying, let's for- go, let's go right now. Let's go, let's go? Yeah, that's all I'm hearing on there right now. Is it a race? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It just, okay, that's what's Because there about. apparently is a uh, presser taking place right now uh, well, he's not in set- the White I'll House. pull it up. No, no, if, that's okay. It's breaking news. Yeah, if something's Whitaker, coming down the line. Yeah, if Whitaker does, yeah, it well, looks as though there, there is uh, something. Moments ago, um, the president signed the National Security Memorandum for Women's Global Development and Prosperity Initiative, and apparently he took some questions. So let's see if uh, we're going to be able to air those. I don't know. Now nah, you know what? Forget it. Do you, do you want me to carry no. is something coming down? No, forget it. Just, uh, just, uh, it's, No. Um, I'm really, I just, I'm tired of trying to track every, uh, little comment that he makes, uh, you know, let the networks do that. What's that? No, I don't want to carry it. Forget it. Um, it's not even being, you know, it doesn't seem that important. Um, what's that? So women in developing countries. Yeah, so it's okay. You know, I, I have uh, some strong feelings about that, too. You know, the women in developing countries. What does that mean? How about the women in America? Let's stay focused on the uh, white-dressed uh, white. You know, unfortunately for the Democrats with all that uh, dressed-up-in-white stuff, I don't know. It just reminded me of the days when, you know, they used to have uh, white-hooded uh, clans members. Uh, sitting in House legislatures in the South. You know, maybe they could have come up with a different color, like, you know, red or something, a power color. Well, I guess red wouldn't be appropriate, blue. But white, they all really, all all that was missing was the hoods. And, you know, if uh, Omar, Elon Omar had a white uh, a hijab on, you know, the, it was hard to differentiate between that and, uh, you know, the guys that hang out with David Duke. Oh, by the way, David Duke has come out in support of Tulsi Gabbard. You can't no. make this. Yes, he has. You can't make this stuff up. You really can't. Yeah, David Duke will always find the most inappropriate place to insert himself and do just that. I- I'm convinced that someone pays him to do these things. Stay tuned. Derek will be coming on right after this break. Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional. Serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. I guess uh, it's still breaking. Are they shipping him off finally? What do you mean? He's an illegal. Right. Well, he's not technically. He's oh, a, what, what a dreamer. I think he's a dreamer, right? He falls into dreamer for overstaying his visa or whatever? I don't know. I get confused with all these terminologies. Well, he was a kid when they brought him over here. How young was he? Seven. Really? I thought he was older than him. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's never really known... Um, known much uh do you hear tom brady at the press conference 
What about his goat comment? Which one? Which about one? whether or not he was going to go to the White House to see the president. Oh, that's an easy answer. He said, uh, next question. I'm not asking any, tr answering any Trump questions. He said. Really? Mm -hmm. It's the first time. No. Oh. It's enough already. 21 Savage. Cops say he had a fully loaded Glock during his arrest. He was driving recklessly and on a path to slam into a fully marked cop car. And that's why he was pulled over and taken into custody. And it looks like cops believe he was in possession of a fully loaded Glock. This according to the police report. Hmm. What is that crumpling sound? Sorry, I'm bleeding. I don't know. Why are you bleeding? Mm. Oh, God. I'll tell you. You are a mess. I scratched something back here. Just oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, TMZ has obtained three police reports. I guess this was the breaking story he's working on. Uh, which chronicle the events that... <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, uh, that led him to being hauled into custody on the day of the Super Bowl. According to the documents, 21 Savage was in a red Dodge Challenger that cops say drove across the sidewalk in an attempt to get onto another street. The cops pulled the car over, and ATF agents, who were also on the scene, ordered 21 to stop. Is that his name, 21? That's what he goes by. He's a rapper. And throw the keys out the windows. According to the report, 21 threw the keys out along with a bottle containing an unknown substance. Yeah. Uh, 21 got out of the car and was immediately handcuffed and taken away by ATF. The police report has an evidence inventory section and lists the firearm, the fully loaded Glock, as connected to 21 Savage. The gun was found in the glove box in the Dodge 21 was driving. It had an extended magazine. That's illegal in that state um in the center console there was a styrofoam cup containing an unknown substance as for the bottle that was thrown out of the car cops don't say what was in it but it was taken into evidence what's unclear is how ice got involved we had been previously told ice directly took 21 savage into custody at the scene but according to the various documents there were a variety of law enforcement agents involved d calbs canine unit the vice unit, the narcotics unit, the ATF, Georgia State Patrol, and the DeKalb 90 unit, but no mention of ICE. A source at ATF tells ICE was there, but for some reason, the agency is not listed on the report. And the documents say the target of the operation was actually another rapper, Young Nudie. Is that his name? Young Nudie? Who was in a separate car driving alongside of 21 Savage. There were actually three cars, cars involved in the arrest, and cops say all of the people inside were connected. One guy, Khalil Smith, who was in a different car from Savage, was driving with an M4 rifle in the floorboard with the muzzle pointed in the direction of the officer. As we reported, 21 Savage is in the custody of ICE, which is initiating deportation proceedings. I don't know, but uh, I don't think he should have had that uh, loaded gun, a loaded Glock during his arrest. That's probably not gonna, not gonna do uh, do him any services. The other story that I thought was pre pretty cool that I wanted to talk—well, not cool, but uh, interesting—was uh, Woody Allen. 
one of my least favorite celebrities, although I must admit he made some of the funniest movies ever in days gone by. They stopped being funny right around Manhattan, but prior to that, Bananas, uh, those were hilarious movies. Uh, Played Against Sam, lots of funny movies, uh, even up to Annie Hall, but then after that it was downhill, uh, which is about the same time he started molesting his kids, but... Uh, he is suing Amazon. I better be careful what I say because it's the molestation charges um, and those allegations for which he is suing Amazon Studios. Amazon Studios got cold feet and backed out of a four-movie deal over the old molestation allegation about him and his daughter, and now he wants major payback. Woody filed a lawsuit Thursday against the studio for at least $68 million. Wow, that's a lot of uh, moolah. He says Amazon was all in as of August 2017 to distribute his movie A Rainy Day in New York starring Selena Gomez and Timothy Chalamet. I know who Selena Gomez is, but I don't know who the other person is. Allen says the movie was shot, edited, and ready for release. But according to the suit, Amazon backed out in June of 2018. He says he demanded an explanation and the studio would only say it was due to renewed allegations and Woody's controversial comments. Even worse, Woody says Amazon committed to distribute three other films as well, but reneged on all of them. He says Amazon never spelled it out for him, but in the suit, Woody says he thinks it's related to a 25-year-old baseless allegation that he molested his and Mia Farrow's adopted daughter, Dylan. Now, Rainy Day, that's the movie, is sitting on a shelf somewhere, and Woody's suing Amazon for breach of contract and damages. What doesn't Jeff Bezos own? I didn't even realize there was an Amazon Studios. There is, huh? Well, they started it recently because they're trying to make whenever they made Amazon Prime has a bunch of like TV shows and movies Correct. that are uh, like their Netflix, own. yeah, yeah. So they made their studios to, to make those. But what, so what does that got to do with distributing um, major motion pictures by guys like Woody Allen? I, well, know. I mean, Netflix has already kind of gotten to that game where a lot of their movies. You know, like they had a movie that starred Will Smith. They've got movies made by famous directors that come out. They are trying to become legitimate, so they get big talent, and the same is being well. The same was supposed to happen with Amazon and a couple of their people, including Woody Allen. Yeah, well, Woody Allen's gonna try and uh, collect some of uh, Jeff Bezos's mega bucks, and I don't blame him. But have you noticed with Netflix that and I don't know if Gary's have noticed this, but um, a lot of times that some of these artists or actors in Netflix are staying with Netflix and doing a whole bunch of different movies. There's a few of them. Like, Adam Sandler's got to deal with them. Yeah, but that's because Adam, nobody else was using Adam Sandler. Yeah, but I'm not saying, but there's a lot of... I like Adam Sandler, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of actors that you like in movies that you never notice, never get like that big role. You ever notice that? There's a lot of actors that we like. Can't say that about Adam Sandler. Not Adam Sandler, but I was just using Adam Sandler because everybody knows Adam Sandler and he's got to deal with them. But there's a lot of actors like, you know, the guy who's in that movie Polar right now. 
I love it in every movie. I don't know what his name is. He's always that guy that you're like, I love that guy, but I don't remember he. That guy? But there, there isn't no actors like that that you come across where you watch them. Well, you don't yes. really watch that movie. But then they get big. Like, I used to have Aaron Eckhart, I used to think was one of the greatest actors ever. Nobody knew who I was talking about until he played uh, the in the Batman movie where his face disappeared, half his face. Is. Oh, the two, uh, Two-Face. Right. Like Two-Face. But Aaron Eckhart, prior to that, used to make all these independent films that were off the chain. That was so good. Wasn't he Highlander? No, he wasn't Highlander, was he? I don't, I don't know. know. But he was, uh, you know, I, I always would see him in movies, like you said, and I go, I like that guy. That guy is a great actor, but nothing really much ever happened. And then he made that Batman movie, and all of a sudden it was Aaron Eckhart everywhere. But that kind of seems what Netflix is trying to do is like grab that, those people and try to lock them in a bunch of movie deals. Yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, you know, I, I have to admit that. Um, I have been watching some of these uh, specialty, uh, you know, shop movies, whether it's Amazon. These are the new independent films. You know, it used to be you had to wait till somebody could raise enough money to uh, carve out a little independent film, and then it would have limited uh, run, and if you didn't catch it, you missed it, and you had to wait until it came out in DVD. But now, thanks to Netflix, thanks to, um, you know, Amazon Prime, and what's the other one that's now making movies? You got it. Well, that's making movies right now? Besides Amazon, Netflix. Uh, Hulu. But Hulu isn't really making movies. They're that's just distributing? TV, TV, yeah. I, I think they are. Movies. Are they now? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do they have a series? I think so. Anyway, so now um, apparently, you know, we have a whole new era of, you know, big wigs in the movie industry. I mean, Jeff Bezos controls the Washington Post, so he's got print media. He is probably the uh, shopping king. So he's got Amazon that you shop at online. And uh, now Amazon Prime, <coughs> which of course makes movies and everything. Let's take a quick break. You're struggling there. We'll be right back. I think it's an emotional cough, actually. Emotional? Yeah. So you need an just, emotional just, support? I need an emotional support alligator. <laughs> or some kind of animal. Did you see the guy with the surfboard, the emotional support surfboard? No. It has yeah. to be animate, doesn't it? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it was a CBS News article. Yeah, there was a guy who tricked somebody to emotional support surfboard so he could bring a surfboard on an airplane mm. with him. It's not yeah. a bad idea. Mm, that's stupid. But um, I, I, you know, I had this... Um, I had this friend who, who wanted to get uh, one of those dogs that you like that I can't stand and my husband likes. Nothing wrong with them. This, you know, I, it's just not my cup of tea. I yeah, won't it's... even say the name of the breed because I'll get a hundred emails from people who love them. People. <laughs> I like the singer, but mm -hmm. um, it, it's, uh, you, you can't have one of those for a support animal, can you? Sure, why not? Oh, no. It just depends what... They're not letting them on a plane, that's for sure. Yeah, and there's people... People are afraid of them, with, with good reason. You know why people are afraid of them? Because there have been some pretty, uh, you know, scary yeah, events. Yeah. Little kids and, you know... Uh, wouldn't you be scared to have uh, a pit bull around Logan? It's already happened three times. What do you mean? And... Nothing's know, happened. But you wouldn't leave him alone in the house with a pit bull, would you? If it was my pit bull, yes, I would. All day, every day. I'd let him sleep in a bed with him. I'm calling DCF. For what? I can't do that. The pit bull's not responsible for being a bloodthirsty killer. But they're not like that. I was raised with pit bulls. 
They are no, they're not bloodthirsty Such a killers. Misrepresentation. No, they are yes, bloodthirsty it is. killers. I know. You, I've had this fight with my husband for years. I, I, he used to raise them. I so did I, and you know what? It's exactly how you raise them. Yeah. Well, I think that you could, that your children can be taken away from you if you leave them home alone with a pit bull. How what are that? you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to have everyone's... Uh, most outrageous statement you've ever said. No. No, no. It's, no, it's no, not it's the most not, outrageous ever. It might be up there in the top ten, but I've done better, you know. Um, so uh, I don't know anything about, uh, other than the news I reported about Woody Allen suing Jeff Bezos and Amazon because, of course, my son failed to come on the show. Here, now I'm getting yeah. all kinds of text messages about breaking stories about 21 Savage, yeah, but, you know. What kind of a listeners? name is that? What's your listeners? 21 Savage. You know what his real name is? I don't care. Oh, yeah. It's some big, long name, yeah. Some big, Muslim long name. type name, I think. He said all lines are busy that he was trying to call. What, what lines are busy? Look at all the lines busy right now. It's massive. No, but that's what he said. I don't know. Maybe, maybe our phone lines are messed up. Maybe, yeah, something's going on. But we got we yeah, We were getting call callers before. during that time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear that way on this end. He I think just, he just wanted to avoid you. Well, let's see. Listen, it, nobody has to uh, convince me that my kids want to avoid me. They moved as far away from me as they possibly could get. <laughs> I mean, unless they wanted to move to Hawaii or Alaska, they couldn't get any further away from me. They like me, but on limited doses, kind of like you. You know, They just <laughs> they, they don't, you know, too much time with me gets to wears them down so to speak yeah. um so that that what a week this has been right we now have wait ron is here i heard ron did you say something about the the editor of the yearbook was actually the guy who's now fourth in line of succession that's what i understand yeah <laughs> what has this story get any crazy what? it just keeps growing no there's no way i mean think about that he real. stands to become the next governor, a, a position that he really probably never in his wildest imagination could happen. I don't think when he was editing the yearbook back in 19, whatever it is, 80? 84. In 84, he was thinking like, let me like put in this picture, this racist picture on this guy's page because someday he'll be a governor and I'm going to want his job. Like that didn't happen, right? Well, um, according to this, there are, from what I was reading, there are apparently several pages in the yearbook that feature blackface. Oh, really? And he was the editor, so of course. So he is... Now the finger points at him. Oh, oh, wait a second. So he approved all the blackface pictures, not that he placed them. The Virginia Pilot reports Senate Majority Leader Tommy Norman was in charge of a 1968 Virginia Military Institute yearbook containing multiple photos of individuals posing in blackface. 